the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and we're getting ready to kick it up again uh, for another hour of just absolutely fun, powerful talk radio. I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting us all along the way and to let you know how much I so appreciate you and all the emails uh, that you send. We have a great show for you today. A couple of announcements that I just want to make sure you're aware of. For those of you that participated in the pre-memory giveaway, I want to let all of you know that that was incredibly phenomenal, and all of your information has been forwarded to the Phenomenal Memory people. So thank you for that. I also want to mention that we're getting ready to launch Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover, where we will be selecting people from different parts of the country to work with some of our special vendors, service providers, and change your life for good. Uh, My guest today, and I love, I love that we're having him on the show, uh, is Bruce Cameron. He is joining me here today, and I remember when I first started on Voice America, and those of you that have been following us since, uh, you know, since that time, you know that you go into our archives, you see what we're doing, and you'll come across an interview with Bruce Cameron. He's joining me here today because he's got another incredible, incredible book, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter, and he's joining me here today as a nationally syndicated columnist, the author of Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, and that was the basis for a television show, Eight Simple Rules on ABC, uh, now syndicated nightly on, on, on the ABC family. So he's joining me here today. We talked with him about how to remodel a man. Now we're going to be talking to him about the Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine being the guy that shows up on Bruce Cameron's doorstep. Bruce, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'll now. tell you, I looked at the picture on the cover of the book, and I thought, man, you know, I, I'll tell you, you're going to have to have everything in shape before showing up on your doorstep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it would be a great idea to put me in a tuxedo. Oh. Like I look, so I sort of look like James Bond, you know. And I'm I know. There. And then they said, well... Uh, you know, so I'm standing there in a tuxedo, feeling as uh, as uncomfortable as someone like myself would in a tux. And they said, <laughs> they said, "Well, imagine that this guy has just shown up and is asking you to marry your daughter, and put that expression on your face." And that's what they captured when they snapped that picture. My wow! Action to what it, what it feels like to have some guys just because you know. These guys, these boys, and they seem like boys to me, and they seem utterly anonymous. You know, how am I supposed to keep track of who is who, and they, they seem to come and go? And my my position on them is that the other guys, the, the, the previous uh, candidates, must have been losers or they would still be around. And so if, we've, if we have nothing but a string of failures in the, as our past, how can we possibly expect that this particular one is going to be the right one. 
Well, you know, I mean, you know, my dad used to say it's pretty much a crapshoot. <laughs> you know, it's interesting for, for the perspective he had, but, you know, there, you, you talk about this in the book, and, you know, there's the old saying, you know, look, you're not really losing a daughter. Yeah, try to tell a father that. You're not really losing a daughter. You're, you're gaining somebody, a stranger, coming into yeah. your house. Yeah, I don't need any more kids. And the fact of the matter is you are, in a sense, losing your daughter because, you know, right now if her car breaks down, she calls dad, you know, if she has, if she has problems like that. But now she's going to call her husband, and you're not even on the phone tree. That's it. You're probably not in her, her, you know, the fave five, you know, as they say. Probably not even plugged in there. But, you know, when we look at all of this, I mean, the, the book title in itself, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My, My Daughter, we're going to talk about what those rules are. You know, did this come from your personal experience? I mean, you know, did you sit and ponder one day, uh, you, you know, what does this really mean to me? I mean, what does it mean for me to have my daughter walking out the door and, you know, spending the rest of her life with this man. Yeah, that's exactly where it comes from because, you know, I started, I wrote a book in 2001 called Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Right. Because I had had these, these cute little girls wearing bunny slippers and, and T-shirts with bunnies and turtles, and all of a sudden they're not wearing clothes like that anymore, and there are these boys coming up and, and you, as you said, showing up on my doorstep. It reminded me of a zombie movie, how they come out of the woods and they they come up moaning and, and you know, they knock on your door and they try to get in. You get rid of them and then more come out. It's like a, it, there's just a zombie army out there and you can't get rid of all of them. And so I wrote that book about dating and thought that I had pretty much covered everything. Well, I didn't realize that was the minor leagues. Now I'm in the big leagues because my daughters have gotten older and uh, you know, that was seven years ago. So now uh, I've got a daughter who's engaged, and uh, that just seemed to happen completely by surprise. You know, no one told me anything other than the fact that they were very, very serious and were quote thinking about getting married. Well, that didn't mean anything to me. You know, I feel like no one tells me anything. <laughs> well, you know, this is interesting. I got to ask you this question before we actually kick in and talk about the eight simple rules. You know, I wonder what it's like to be the daughter of Bruce Cameron, to know that, you know, probably the book after this one is going to be Eight Simple Rules for Getting My Daughter Pregnant. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not writing that. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's it's kind of the conversation of, uh, you know, we look at life, Bruce, and you do this so well. You're You're a master at it. And you're able to capture what people have on their minds but don't really say. Well, I say it, and uh, <laughs> I think it must be wonderful to be my daughter. I think that I think they must, even though they pretend like I embarrass them constantly. I'm sure <laughs> they love, and they 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 wake up every day, and the first thing they think about is what what a what a great deal it is that they they turned out getting me as a father. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's 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 such a deal, such a deal. And look at you in that tuxedo. You know, as we take a look at, um, uh, you know, the book and we look at the rules, I mean, I, I want to ask you this question. You know, as you wrote this book, I mean, there's a lot in here, but as you sat down and you decided, okay, I'm going to write this book, you know, what did you learn personally that you didn't know beforehand? Oh, well, you know, I I didn't understand... Uh, what had happened to weddings uh, since the well since the last time I was involved in, 
in planning one, I guess. Uh, you know, weddings now cost, um, on average, $17,000. Yeah. That's a, a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, and they take forever to plan, and they have to have a theme now. You know, the theme is, I don't know, I, by the looks of the expression on people's faces, the theme is, we're all stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so much pressure put on the bride from so many angles, usually from the the women in the tribe, frankly, that, that, the, that the wedding must have certain elements. You know, you must have bridesmaids, and they must be wearing matching dresses. Um, all that pressure can can really uh, get to a, a woman. She is, in essence, the star of a show in which she is the, the writer, the director, the producer, and it is a show that opens and closes on the same night, and she's also the star. And and, and the, the idea that it's all going to come off without a hitch uh, is a little ludicrous, And but yet they, they think it needs to be perfect. You hear... Uh, brides all the time saying it has to be perfect. Well, they don't, it doesn't, it's not going to be perfect. Nothing's, it's, you know, chances are it's not even going to go that well if you want to know the <laughs> truth. So I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't realize just how much uh, weddings had turned into these huge uh, coronations. And, um, the, and, then I, and I hadn't realized just how much pressure is put on a bride from all sorts of, of uh, angles. And well, I have friends who are getting married who's, um, you know, who are dealing with family pressures in terms of who they should invite and, how, you know, what how things should happen. And I've talked to a lot of women who got married in their early 20s many years ago who said, you know, I was, a, I was young and foolish and people kept telling me what I had to do. And the next thing I know, I was spending all my dad's money. And, and spending it rather quickly. And, you know, you take that conversation, Bruce, just as you indicated, and you 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 build that exponentially in terms of dollars, time, stress. And you have to wonder if it's, if it's all worth it. I mean, this is part of a conversation that many, many women are having. You know, what do they remember about their wedding nights? What do they remember about their lives? And, you know, this is so important. But the book, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter, uh, as always, Bruce, you deliver with such a sense of reality and humor that you know I sat down here and I was sharing some of this with some of my some of my peeps and we were laughing so hard we couldn't believe it we're going to talk about the eight rules when we come back from break uh you're listening to the Dr. Pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and I'm here with Bruce Cameron we're talking about his latest book eight simple rules for marrying my daughter and we will take you through what some of these rules are can you think what the number one rule might be Wait till we come back. You will be blown away, and you'll get a sanity check about how you're doing in terms of marrying your daughter. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid. 
relaxing on a Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. Having a great memory and keeping it is on the minds of millions of people, including me. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I've just discovered a real breakthrough in the field of memory improvement, the online school of phenomenal memory. I was amazed to know that there is a 100% success rate to get real phenomenal memory and memorize entire books, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to pmemory.net, download the free ebook, and register now to receive $75 off this online course. Don't forget, pmemory.net. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Bruce Cameron joining me here today, the author of the New York Times bestseller, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. He is now bringing us Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter. And I'll tell you, I got to the page in the book uh, that showed the flow chart of the actual process of selecting the wedding guest list. And I immediately broke out into a hot flash. Bruce, thank you for joining us here today. I have to tell you, the book is full of hot flashes for me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, here we are, and we're talking about uh, the trials and tribulations of, you know, having our our children connect with each other, get married, and hopefully live life forever after. I mean, what is your perspective, before we get into the rules, what is your perspective on, you know, the whole marriage thing? Well, that's, that is the best question to ask because it's my observation that once there is a wedding uh, underway, people forget that the wedding is just the first night of the marriage. It, it actually, the marriage is far more important and far more uh, world-shaking and, and life-forming. And uh, I think one of the greatest services a father can provide his daughter if she's engaged is to sit with her and talk to her about the marriage and make sure that she's got a good perspective on what's going to be happening and what a marriage means. And um, Because it, there's, a, there's a large extent to which uh, some women get so swept up 
in the wedding plan. It's like a it's like they're caught in a flood. You know, they get they get pulled downstream, and they're twirling around and they're involved in picking the flowers and the theme and the colors and everything. And they've they've completely forgotten that uh, it's really the, the wedding is almost unimportant compared to the. Marriage. Oh. Oh, I know. And, you know, and, and heaven forbid that the wrong type of flower shows up. Right. I mean, it, you know, and especially, you know, if you're looking at this and this is so attached to uh, who we are, the identity of how this works, the perception. You know, don't you think the pop culture has really raised the bar on this? I mean, you can go back to, I think, one of the movies that most people have have, have watched and have seen uh, that kind of poked fun at this in some way, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Sure. You know, you go back to a movie like that and you think, okay, that's not going to have an impact. And then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about, you know, marriage and talking about weddings. And, and we're looking at our pop culture and we see that we have celebrities out there right now that are not getting married. They're very proud that they're not getting married. You know, it's kind of we've created this mishmash of what marriage is for the moment, but that doesn't take away the relationship between the daughter uh, the father and the husband to be does it? No, and you know if you're going to spend your money, you should spend it on you know couples therapy and <laughs> uh, therapy for the for the father because uh, that's really the most important thing. Yeah, you bring up flowers. I mean, I'm a man. What I know about flowers, I know from watching Band of Brothers, uh, which is that there's some sort of flower from the tip of the Himalayas. I'm I'm assuming that that is the flower that my daughter wants at her wedding because it sounds like it'd be the hardest flower to get. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about some of these rules because, you know, I, there are some that I absolutely, I, I mean, I, I, I looked at some of these, but I, I would be absolutely appalled if anyone either looked at or even thought about not doing them. I mean, let's just start at the top. Sure. You know, rule number one. Uh, you know, and I love this. Let's talk about this for a minute because it, it would just, I, I can't even imagine this happening. Yeah, well, rule number one, if you neglected to ask my permission before you propose to my daughter, don't worry about it. You can make it up to me by making sure your wedding is both beautiful and to a different woman. <laughs> So, you know, that's kind of be the number one, don't ever let this happen. But yet, obviously, there are, 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 are folks uh, that, uh, that don't even think twice about this and don't think to ask these days permission. Well, look, uh, you know, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's traditional. I know that my daughters are not my property. Heck, when they, were my teen- when they were teenagers, I didn't think they were my children. You know, I know that they are uh, independent women, and I'm not. They're not being given away by me. I get all of that. But you know what? You know what this conversation can do. This conversation can can really give the father of the bride and the son-in-law to be an their first opportunity to have a conversation as men, uh, and um, for the the father to ask uh, difficult questions, because it's a difficult question that he's being asked. Uh, the son-in-law is asking a, a tough question. I've done this myself, and and uh, it's not that easy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to ask that question, you get nervous, and you feel like you're going to, you know, throw up. But but um, then you can have an op- 
you have an opportunity to talk man-to-man with your future father-in-law. It could be really a bonding moment and a moment for the father to explain to the future son-in-law exactly how much the daughter means to the father. I said that kind of awkwardly, but but what I'm trying to say is that in the book Eight Silver Rules for Marrying My Daughter, uh, one of the things that surely must rise to the top as being the, the number one thing that we should, lesson we can all take away from this is that we love our daughters. Uh, we have always been there for our daughters. We don't think our mission is over in terms of taking care of our daughters, and it's going to be very difficult for us to step aside and and uh, acknowledge that there's another man in her life who's far more important, and we're not convinced he's got the right stuff, and we probably will not really ever be convinced. Um, so, you know, one, I can't imagine, you know, the, the not approaching you, Bruce, and, and saying, uh, by the way, you know, this is what I'm thinking, you know, because, you know, honestly, I mean, you're really clear about how important this is. I mean, it really does set the stage for what's going to be a long-term relationship. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't want to start off on the wrong foot. <laughs> oh, that's right. And, you know, Almost any other relationship you have that's that's familial, you, you get to you get to pick the person. I mean, you get to decide whether or not you're going to have children. Uh, you know, uh, if you adopt a child, you get to pick out the child, or at least decide you're going to adopt one. But here is a son-in-law. Uh, you you don't get to pick him. He he is uh, picked. He's selected for you. That's a difficult relationship. Is there a favorite rule of yours? I mean, clearly there are eight simple rules. We're going to talk about some of these. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, I'm here with Bruce Cameron, the author of Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter. Uh, it, you know, it, it, do one of these kind of pop to the top, or does it kind of move around depending upon the day of the week? You know, I think that uh, rule number two is my favorite. Okay. Uh, and rule number two is there are many, many men your age in this world, but there is only one woman who is my daughter, she is unique. You, on the other hand, can be replaced at any time. (laughs) You should know that his status is always tenuous. Don't take my daughter for granted. That would be a big mistake. That would be a big mistake. I mean, I would imagine that, you know, the behavior of a son-in-law is going to fall under the microscope of many, many a dad. Oh, yeah. We really uh, will evaluate the the son-in-law over a time period known as forever. Because in the end, we just don't believe that any man is good enough. And, and uh, that's, my, that's my final position on this. <laughs> I, I have a daughter who's getting married in October. Um, I'm very fond of the young man that she's marrying, but that doesn't mean that I think he's good enough for her. It means that I've just begrudgingly accepted the idea that uh, he's the one that's been, that she has selected. But I think she could do better because she's my daughter, and I think she can always do better. And, you know, there you have it. I mean, spoken by a true, loyal, loving father. Uh, you know, Bruce, when, when I read through the book, one of the things that I loved is, first of all, I love, you know, some of the diagrams and the charts that you put in here. I mean, I, I, I could not, you could not say it in the written word the way that you've described it in some of the diagrams, <laughs> in the flow charts. Uh, you know, as we look at this, it's almost as if, if you don't do this, this is going to be the end result, and we get to fill in the blank. 
And so as you look at the rules and as each of us look at the rules, is there any one of these that and that if the if the if the son-in-law sort of violated, will never be able to make it back into the good graces of Bruce Cameron. Yeah, uh, the rule number eight um, says the vows you will be taking uh-huh. with you to be faithful to my daughter till death do you part. And please know that if you break your vows, I'll immediately exercise the second part of that contract. I'll be involved in the till death do you part. Uh, clause because you know uh, in all, all seriousness this is so important and I have uh, tried to try to talk to um, when you talk to people about wedding vows it's as if they don't really hear them there's there's usually several depending upon where you get married and how you did it but there's always a vow of some kind and and these vows are usually pretty complicated they're not just one clause there's a whole series of clauses clauses in there that, that relate to, uh, you know, have and to hold, love, honor, and cherish, things like that that are, that are as important as anything. And a lot of times um, people don't hear that through sickness and health, richer for poor, or poorer. You know, pay attention to what you are committing yourself to. Uh, look, at it, look at it before you're actually standing up there repeating them uh, in front of a bunch of people because... Uh, there are there are people like the fathers of the bride who are expecting that you will stay committed to these things that you are saying you'll do in front of everybody else. You know, and this is really, I have to tell you that, you know, that particular rule when I read it, um, it is so on the minds of so many people. And, you know, it is such a big conversation in, in our culture today. In, you know, this and much more, Bruce Cameron goes through the process of saying what most of us are thinking. But more importantly, you get the inside perspective from the future father-in-law. When we return, we're going to be talking about the in-laws. Maybe they're called that because they should be in jail. Bruce Cameron joining me here today, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter. Uh, Stay tuned when we come back. We'll talk about the in-laws, but more importantly, we'll talk about one of my favorite rules, and the rest of you will have to get a book to, to tap into what all eight of these are about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Brayden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. 
contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects, just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food, and other fine stores. Go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debt-free mca.com have you ever thought about having your own internet talk show well if you said yes then click about us then click be a host to get more information or just call jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 say that again 480-294-6417 voiceamerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Bruce Cameron joining me here today. Eight simple rules for marrying my daughter. I'll tell you, this is a wake-up call for those of you that are out there. Uh, you may even want to give a copy of this book to your son-in-law-to-be and get the conversation going. You know, Bruce, uh, I want to mention to folks, the book's available just about everywhere, but, you know, you also have a website, and I, and I want to make sure we take a minute and give that website out. Sure, it's wbrucecameron.com, and uh, if people want to go there, there's actually a video that I shot about how the father feels when his daughter announces that she's uh, engaged. Uh, yeah, and I, I would imagine that there's not this big old smile smacked on your face. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, hence we have the in-laws. I, I mean, it starts even before the in the whole in-law idea starts even before the wedding. 
Yes, it does. They're, obviously, they're going to get involved. Uh, they've got a stake in this whole thing. It's not just your daughter that's getting married. It's their son. And uh, this is another set of family members that you didn't, uh, you didn't ask for, and you, now you're expected to form a relationship with these strangers. And, and uh, talk about awkward, because, you know, they're, they're uh, parental and proprietary, and they feel like they have every right to be involved in, in the decisions around this wedding, and you have to sort of, you know, you got to let them in. The family is going to reform now. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be... Going to be relationships with other people, and you've just got to get used to that idea. Well, you know, and the, the, hence we have the rules, which are really very good questions. And for those of you listening to the show, if you have not contemplated, you know, these eight rules, you definitely are going to want to take a look at it. I mean, it's it's kind of you know, you know when we think about sort of some of the old fashionedness of this, you know, rule number five jumps out to me, and it it jumps out to me at a at a time where when we talk about careers, when we talk about jobs, especially for young people, you know, we're, it's hard for us to look at somebody and say, this is going to be a lifelong career. But the bottom line to what I think you're saying is that there's got to be some kind of income coming in. Yeah. Um, I'm, rule number five, just to read it, is I may be old-fashioned, but I believe that any man who wishes to marry my daughter should have a good job and a successful career. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be the sole source of income. But I am saying, if you don't take care of my daughter, I will take care of you. Mm. What I, what I'm, but what I'm referring to is that, as as you know, uh, Pat, the the uh, graduation rate of men from college has fallen far below that of women, and we're we are as a society going to have to sort of deal with the idea that in the future uh, women will be making more money than men in general. And that's probably going to happen, and certainly it's happening already in a great many families. Um, and uh, that is that can have some interesting impacts on on men. And uh, one of the things that can possibly happen is the man takes a look at it and says, "Well, my wife is making plenty of money. Why should I try? Why should I work hard? Um, I don't. I want my daughters to be married to men, men who." Uh, see their mission in life as to get out there and uh, work and and uh, be responsible. I don't think that's asking too much. No, and you know, here's the question that I have for you, and I, I don't know that it's in any of the, the the rules, but I wanted to talk with you about it. There is this dance that happens between, I think, a father and a daughter, especially a father and a daughter that have really good relationships. And so, you know, how do you manage, Bruce, how do you manage the first time your daughter comes to you and starts to talk about something really not going well in the relationship? Is that sort of like a rule number nine, like don't ever let my daughter say something to me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a tricky, tricky thing. It's a tricky place to be. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, men really like to run away from uh, really, you know, deep uh, questions of feelings. That's that can be hard for for men to grapple with. It's, um, it's not something that we naturally have much of an interest in to start with, so we don't have much experience with it. But here's something a father can do for his daughter: uh, we we are in, uh, we are of the tribe of men. 
And, uh, you know, I wrote that book, How to Remodel a Man. One of the things I discovered uh, as I went out into the world and I talked to couples and I and I did a two-year uh, road tour, the How to Remodel a Man tour, in which I talked to women about their relationships with men. And what I, dis- what I discovered, which caught me completely by surprise, is that women don't actually understand men very well. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, and I don't think women want to, Bruce. <laughs> well, I just want to give you a little insider information on that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They what they what they the number one thing they don't understand is that, is that men are really different from women. We don't think the way you do. We don't have the same reactions to things that you do, and so we're not faking it. When we when we behave a certain way, it's not because we're we're being inconsiderate and and are thoughtless. It's because we truly aren't, we're not processing the world the way you are. And uh, so something that a father can do for his daughter, and I talk about this in, in Eight Silver Rules for Marrying My Daughter, is that uh, we can talk about what what men are like. We can talk about, uh, as an example, in, in uh, my book, Eight Silver Rules for Marrying My Daughter, there is a, there's a thing where I talk about how men regard marriage itself. Because to women... Marriage is the next logical step in a relationship that has obviously flowered into a mature, lifelong-term commitment situation. It just feels like that's the next natural step. You're in love. You'll never love anybody else. You should get married. To a man, a marriage is an indication of where he is in life. It's an indication of a man will regard marriage as being a step that he takes when he has, for example, paid off all of his debts from graduate school or when he has finally bought a new house or when or when he's ready to have children so he doesn't uh, men don't necessarily see marriage as being um, just the the part the next step in the relationship the way women do and so women can get quite frustrated with men when everything looks like it's great they're together they're in this relationship everything they should get married why don't they get why has he not popped the question Chances are he hasn't popped the question because he's being held back by some consideration that a woman would consider to be utterly trivial. And, uh, you know, it could be something as simple as, well, I want to see what my career is doing, or I want to make sure I want to pass the bar first, or any number of perfectly reasonable things to a man that a woman just doesn't even stop to consider might be formulated into that big question of should we get married. Yeah, and, and you know, these are, I, I, I don't know, Bruce, how you came to be so wise about this. I mean, clearly the television show as well as your previous books really get at the heart of this. But you do take on not only, you know, what it means to marry your daughter, but the whole process, you know, the process before the wedding, the process, the conversations that go on in people's minds. In, you know, many of the things that are happening to people right now. But out of reading all of this, I mean, there are some things that make a lot of sense. There are some solutions that you present as well as the scenario. You know, when you look at your own, you know, your daughter and, you know, the journey that she is on, and we look at daughters all over all over the country. What, what do you think, or what have you heard in the, in the, you know, talking to the folks that you have, is kind of the hot, you know, the hot button, the thing that most concerns them about the man they're marrying? Oh, I think uh, that 
this happens all the time that there will be uh, the proposal, and the man does a pretty good job with that. And then, uh, as you can see from one of the decision trees I have in Eight Silver Rules for Marrying My Daughter, uh, once the groom has done that, he pretty much says, okay, now you go ahead and, and uh, figure out how we're, how we're going to get married, where we're going to get married, the church and all that. I don't care. Because truthfully, growing up, uh, I have heard little girls sitting around talking about their wedding. I, I remember that my daughters had a wedding between a, a teddy bear and a doll that I think took two years to because they just every time I turned around they were still getting married they were still you know setting out the the other dolls to watch and everything it, it's like a big deal to little girls I've never seen guys doing that I've never once been at a bar and had a guy say you know I forget about the hockey game uh, I want to talk about what the colors I'm going to have at my wedding. And yet, I've had women. Uh, I've heard women just slide into that kind of conversation at all at all stages of life. So one of the things that happens <clears throat> really fast in a in a uh, uh, that causes a lot of doubt on the part of the woman is that she'll they'll be engaged, and the guy doesn't seem to think it's any kind of big deal. He's not really. It's like well, let's go look at the wedding cake. He's like, hey, you know, I don't really. Care. You can pick out whatever cake you want. And she's horrified to think that he doesn't care. But again, it's because. He really doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be married to you, but it does mean that he thinks that all the wedding stuff is just kind of ridiculous, and he doesn't see why he should get involved. Yeah, and you know, I thought about starting, you know, a separate coaching business for men, how to coach them, how to communicate on questions and answers like that. Because I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. You know, it's not that he doesn't care. He just doesn't know how to say, you know, honey, I really trust your judgment. Yeah, there yeah. I don't care. That would push a button for me, but you have said it all, Bruce. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Bruce uh, Cameron, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter, and guess what? Do male people, males in relationships, men, do they ever have a last-minute panic? All right, let's find out what happens when all of you guys out there panic at the last minute. Bruce is going to tell you what you're not going to do. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. 
Energy medicine is the new frontier of medicine, and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Research at the Institute is proving energy medicine to be effective for challenging and chronic health conditions. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 866-303-HEAL. That's instituteofhealing.com. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwick uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debtfree.com mca.com stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com welcome back to the dr pat show with dr pat basili if you have a question or comment call us toll free at 866-472-5788 now back to the program here's dr pat basili Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I want to make sure that you know Bruce Cameron, my very special guest today. I so love how we seem to be journeying together. But for those of you that want to find out more about Bruce, it's really easy to do. What I'd love for you to do is check out his website. Go to wbrucecameron.com, wbrucecameron.com. The other thing is you must watch the YouTube video that he has uh, going on there. It is hysterical. It is absolutely nuts. I love it. But so is the book, Eight Simple Rules for Marrying My Daughter. You know, Bruce, as we, as we look at some of these things and we, and we look at some of the rules that you've put down here, you know, there is a lighter side to them, but there also is a serious side. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I can't think of a father out there that would want any of these rules violated. Can you? No. I think that uh, the reason I wrote Eight Civil Rules for Mary, My Daughter, is as a communications piece between daughters and fathers. Um, and it was Father's Day, you know, uh, always coming around once a year, and you're always trying to figure out what to get what to get dear old dad that uh, uh, I've written a couple of books that might be really of value, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter and Eight Simple Rules for Burying My Daughter, uh, as communication pieces to say, I, I, okay, I know what you're going through, Dad. Uh, even if you're not yet um, engaged, 
your your situation is that you may someday be engaged, and you and your father may someday uh, be facing the kind of things that I'm facing right now, where I've got a daughter who's who's getting married, and and uh, uh, the father sort of feels like the forgotten man in the whole thing because um, there there is this sort of tribe of women thing that happened where women have this whole communication that they've they can talk about things and they can they can very seriously discuss things like well what are your colors uh where that's not a conversation i feel qualified to uh to have or even understand so uh just to be able to say dad i know i know a little bit about what you're going through and uh that i think that's really helpful to the father it really is, and you know, I think that's a very powerful message to you know for everyone because you know, as, as a daughter, and you're getting ready for the wedding, and you know, the mom's involved, and I, I can only imagine what goes on between you know both the husband and the wife, uh, you know, the the mother and the father of this father of this right. daughter. I mean, the sparks must just shoot around and start flying everywhere. Well, yeah, I, you know. Uh... Maybe you've got a lot of money lying around. Uh, I don't. So the idea that the, that we need to spend money on what you know, there's this thing called wedding favors, and what a wedding favor is is a gift that you give to the wedding guests who have done you the favor of drinking all your booze and eating all your food. Right. <laughs> That's, uh, why do they need a gift to come to the wedding? They're already getting fed, and I mean, I thought that was good. And enough. they've already brought their, they've already brought the gift for the daughter. They brought the gift. They already the brought daughter. the wedding gift. But now they get a gift for having just shown up. I don't know. It's it's part of so that so a father can very reasonably say, why do you need these? <clears throat> He's dealing with the consensus among the women in his family that you have to have wedding favors, and yes, the sparks do fly. You know, Bruce, as I look at everything that you've put in this book, I mean, this is, you know, this for those folks that are, are, are tuning in, you're going to want to listen to the rest of this interview, but more importantly, I want you to check Bruce's website out and, you know, definitely look at the video. It is hilarious. You know, and as funny as, you know, as the, as the video is, there is a side of you, Bruce, that is genuinely concerned. I mean, you write about these things because this is important to you. And I wanted to ask you, uh, how important is it for this message to reach the many, many people out there, the fathers and the son-in-laws alike, so that they can be prepared for creating the best relationship possible within the family? Well, it's, it's absolutely critical that um, everybody understand that a wedding is is not the same as a marriage, to, and that if I could just say it again, the marriage is the most important thing. Your daughter is talking about committing herself to living with and being with uh, one man for the rest of her life. That is an enormous commu- commitment, not one to be entered lightly, and certainly not one to enter because it's time to get married or because you want to have a great wedding or, or all your friends are getting married, so you should get married. You know, it's the, the reasons to get married should be that you have found the exact right person for you. And the father may not agree that you found the right person. In the end, though, of course, it's your decision. And all I can urge is that you pay attention to everything that your father is saying, not just because I think the, the father, because I take the father's side on everything because that's my job, but also because 
Uh, he's got a little bit of wisdom. He's been around for a little while. He's known a lot of men in his life, and uh, he might have some good things to say about this whole process that you should pay attention to. I t- you know, Bruce, I love talking with you because there are many, many nuggets in here that I think that all we need to do is sit down and take a look at some of the things that, you know, you're bringing up to the forefront so that, you know, we don't step in the pothole. I mean, every time you turn around, especially when you're planning a wedding, you know, it really sets the stage and sets the tone, and there is some damage that can be done that the family has to live with for the rest of their lives. You know, isn't that in part, you know, part of the message that you bring out, to just be smart, pay attention? Just be, just pay attention to what's going on. Uh, yeah, that is part of the message. It's not. I mean, there. Look, I've got. I've written a book. I write jokes. This is, there's lots of humor in there, but it, if you look for it, there's lots of heart too. Because in the end, it's the story of of a father who has a daughter getting married, and that is a tumultuous time for a father. It really is a titanic change for him, and um, it's. You know, you got to feel sorry. You got to feel a little something for the old guy because <laughs> he's handing his daughter off. I mean, how natural is that? Well, I'll tell you, my dad had three of them to hand off, so it is. Uh, I'll tell you, it is a handful. Bruce, thank you so much uh, for joining us here today. And again, another fabulous, fabulous book. I want to mention to everyone: go to Bruce's website, website uh, com. Check it out. Fun, fun articles on there uh, that Bruce writes, as well as a lot of information, all the information about all of Bruce's books. Thank you for joining us here today. Oh, thanks for having me, Pat. This was great. Oh, thank you. And, again, uh, for more information about The Dr. Pat Show, go to www.thedrpatshow.com. Thank you all for tuning in and turning us on each and every week. We're going to do the same right back at you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Let's go.